everybody. Welcome to the first video episode of Obsessions of a Roller Skater. Addie, I'm stoked that we were able to figure this out. I know what a long process, but we finally got it, right? <laughs> it is a long process. If you could see what was going on behind my desk just to get like some sort of ample lighting in this room I'm in. You know, we have like a light here and a light here and I'm like trying so hard to be like, I'm not being blinded. No, it's perfect. Oh, I'm stoked. Yeah, no, I think this is great. We can see each other and we have some video for people to see us now and who they're listening to. So I think it's going to be great. But skating! What's been going on? What's going on in your skate world these days? What's your recreation happening? We went to the roller con. We uh, have been in the works of what is going to be coming up this next month. As far as like October and fall goes, it's our favorite month. So it's a lot of videos that we're trying to like piece together. And that's why all the scramble is. I have been slowly getting back to the skate park, but... The mosquitoes are unreal here, so it's been a little tricky. What about you, though? Uh, yeah, I've had lots of planning going on. Um, derby season's kind of coming back around. And what else? I have learned to skate programs going on. Got one here in the town I live in. I have one in the uh, a town an hour away. And I am working on getting another one done um, in like the town in between. <laughs> so just trying to make skating more accessible in the area. And I have stockpiled a bunch of roller skates for people um, to tr that I can have is like demos and we can use to learn and everything like that. So pretty excited for that. Um, of course, always returning to Derby. I love it. And I'm excited for everybody who's coming back for the season. Um, there's already like a really big tournament in November, uh, about seven hours from us, but we make the drive and go to it. And that's super fun. It's uh, called Derby Days. And yeah, so we'll be going to that. And only more recently, I've made myself uh, available to go back to the skate park. So I'm getting there with my knee and just took it very, very easy. Uh, the hardest part was keeping my brain on track with keeping it easy. <laughs> That's very hard. Yeah. I'm like, I know I can do all these things. Like I know, um, you know, I know my abilities. I know my normal things I do at the skate park, but I did a couple of drop-ins to fakie and skated backwards and kind of felt a little like twinge in my knee. Um, and then I did a couple slides and that was the motion that I did the first time it happened. And in that slide, I could feel, I could feel it too. So it's not a hundred percent, but it's a lot better. And I've got the okay from the doctors to be skating and stuff. So it's just a matter of like keeping it chill um, and, and, uh, getting back to full force, but it's kind of cool because it forces you to try different things. So I recently started following happy tricks. Uh, I mean, I kind of always followed them, but like I saved a bunch of their videos and I was like, I'm going to try some of these things. And even some of the basic things I'm kind of like, Oh, this kind of still seem like it's still a new skill to learn. So I've never heard of that before. Happy tricks. Yeah, definitely. It's a, a challenge that they put on every year, I believe. And they put out, um, a certain amount of tricks like uh I don't know how many it is let's say like 21 or something and 
people just like hashtag it, uh, happy tricks like 2023 and that they've completed that trick. And I believe there's different levels of it. So there's like beginner tricks section, there's intermediate and advanced. Um, and it's really cool. So if you're ever looking to learn new stuff, I think it's a good resource. Who was it? It was Chicks and Bowls. They used to do it. It was like tri trick of the month, but I've never heard of like big old quantity of tricks. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad your knee's doing better though. Yeah, it's just one of those stingy things, right? Like you have to do the work to get it stronger, to get it better, um, to get it feeling better. And it's just a little bit of a slow process. So we will get back to total health soon. <laughs> That's okay. And like always reviewing all of the beginner tricks, all of the basics can, it never hurts. Never, ever, ever hurts. Oh yeah, absolutely. You could always be learning something and you could always be improving something too. So, well, you guys went to RollerCon, so I want to know all about it. Yes, it was my first RollerCon. It was Sterling's first RollerCon and we only went for a day. Um, it was kind of a spontaneous trip. I believe that we were sitting in bed one night and we we're like, okay, what are we going to do? What is coming up? What can we go find? And then, lord and behold, there's RollerCon. We're like, oh, genius. There we go. So bought the tickets. And then going there, it was interesting because I, since I've never been there, I was like, I don't even know what to pack. So I'm like looking up videos. I'm like, what do I pack? I mean, you pack your roller skates, you know. And it's in Las Vegas. And I mean, I don't know how you are, but I'm not a fan of the heat. I despise it. Spice. We've had this conversation. Yes. I do like the heat. I don't like skating in the heat. <laughs> yeah. No, no one should ever skate in the heat. So the whole trip I was telling Sterling, I'm like, why do they have it in Las Vegas? Why not California where you can have the ocean side? <laughs> so here I am being like a cranky old lady, right? The day of RollerCon, it was kind of like going to Disneyland almost. It's like the best way I can describe it. We got there and we're like walking down this like almost like office building. It's like turn after turn of like hallway. Got lost a few times. Luckily there was like random derby skaters and groups that seemed to like know where they were going. So we're just like those stragglers like tagging along, right? But yeah, once we got into like the gigantic ballroom of it, it was just like, oh my gosh, like where do I go? There's just so much. So I'm over here like ready to go. And something's like, oh, wait, we got to like pack the camera. We got to get filmed. And I'm like, no, we must go. <laughs> Such is crazy. I mean, have you ever gone before? I don't know if I've even asked you. No, I had a ticket to go in, I want to say 2019 or 2020 because the pandemic canceled it. And, and I wasn't able to go. Um, I got a refund like well, I didn't even get a refund for my flights because we were like, what's going to stop us? It doesn't have to be refundable. Um, luckily, they gave us a flight credit. And then I used that flight credit last April to go to Moxie Camp. Um, so I still made something out of it, but still had like a ton of FOMO seeing everybody at RollerCon this year. And it's it's on the list. I, I want to make it happen. I want to make a few things happen next year. So we'll see what the budget allows 
and what time with work and stuff allows, but, um, it looked amazing. And I think it could be like super fun because it's just where Moxie camp was like just park skating and it was super awesome. And I totally get that feeling of when I showed up at Woodward, um, skate camp, it was just like Disneyland for skating. You're like, Oh my God, do it. I want to hit that. I want to hit that. Oh my God. Look at that section over there. Oh my God. Look at this thing. What the heck is this? Like you can literally skate everywhere there so it was crazy and I'm, I'm sure I would have the exact same um reaction walking into RollerCon and being like skate park derby skate park derby like I don't know where to go like vendors bags oh my god like I would just love it yeah it was kind of crazy because like coming in to it since it was my first time I didn't like do too much research on RollerCon which was good and kind of a bad thing at the same time because there was so much derby happening that I was like overwhelmed. I'm like, whoa, there's Amazon women literally everywhere. <laughs> and it was awesome. Like I, we, uh, there were so many like derby teams and they all had like different vibes to them. It was, it was really awesome to see like the different types of bouts that they would have and all of it. It, isn't it so funny too? Like, how often are you roller skating with a or like around other roller skaters and like not on your skates? I don't think we realize like how tall you actually are or people like how tall people are when they have their skates on. I remember experiencing that at uh, the WFTDA champs in Portland when we went down there and just like it was kind of the first time I was around roller skaters but not on skates myself and I was like oh my god everybody's like huge and like just these larger than life kind of people and like it's so amazing but just so much personality going on too. <laughs> It was funny, like, just seeing everyone because they had all of these classes in the back and then there was vendors. Everyone was super nice out of the vendors. Love chatting with them. And then you have the park skating and it was so bizarre. I've never seen, like, for example, like estrogen or pigeon in like person before. It was like, it was kind of like surreal. I was like, whoa, how do you pack on that much muscle? Like seeing estrogen's legs in person, I was like, holy hell, give me your workout plan. Those are amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're ripped. It was amazing. And like there was a skate park competition and we watched it for a bit. We only stayed about, I want to say about three hours out of the day. Because, I mean, once you get around the whole convention, when you're off skates, there's only so much you can really, like, do and, like, achieve, right? We were thinking about going to the midnight rollout the night previous, and we drove there, and it was we were just too tired. So there's things like at RollerCon where I'm going to say, if you have the energy, go for it. But if you don't, like, don't even swim. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's so many parties to be had and, like, things going on. And I think you definitely have to, like, go with a bit of a schedule in mind if you're trying to get in a little bit of everything. So I was going to ask you, I don't understand. Like, so when the, the derby teams are there, do you have to sign up with your derby team? Or do you know about that at all? Because I was kind of curious. I'm not sure because I've never gone as a team. I'd imagine if I'd imagine there's, like, everybody's 
signs up and gets an individual ticket, but I wonder if within that sign up or that ticket process, there are ways to sign up your team for games that I don't, I don't know for sure, but I'd imagine, yes, you have to ensure that you're, you're registered with your team. Um, and they have to make sure everybody has like their proper insurance for Derby and, and all, and like what level your team is. So you're not just like putting C skaters against A skaters. And then it's like a total blowout game, but. Well, thank you for explaining that. I, I could be totally like, wrong too. A little Derby experience. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I imagine would, would be going on. So, but uh, yeah, you guys did some really amazing videos with the vendors and you got to talk to them. Uh, did you have like a favorite vendor? I'm not going to say names, but there were some vendors where I'm like, you got a vibe. <laughs> And I don't know if I like your vibe, so I'm like, wait. Um, but there was a lot that I really, really enjoyed. I like, especially the more like smaller ones, like more tucked away. They had so much more personality sometimes than the larger ones. But I want to like keep in mind that this was also like day three of RollerCon. So everyone was like, they were like destroyed. We're over here like with full energy and everyone's just like on their deathbed, like trying to like stay alive. I mean, I can say a few like honorable mentions. There was Skate Scooties who finally got to meet her in person. It was super, it was super great experience. Love her. She's super nice. We met with Hellskate. It's a roller derby comic and it's like supernatural related. Super cool. Love the idea. I bought a comic. I read it and then I fell asleep, not because of the comic, but because I was tired. Do they have different volumes of that comic? So I only have volume one. I want to say that there's three or that they're making some more, but they're not yet like published out yet. I'm hoping that like maybe like they'll turn it into a movie because I feel like the only like roller skating movie is Whip It. But yeah, so they were awesome. They're super nice. And then uh, my other like top vendor, I want to say was the Zoning Girls. They were super nice. Uh, we met with Pigeon Skate Shop. Super nice. Love them. Moxie was great. Old Bones was great. Literally all of them were amazing. By the end of RollerCon, we're like, okay, we came to Las Vegas. We are done with this heat. We had another hotel night stay, but we're like, we're so over this. So we went to uh, Craig's Ranch, that skate meetup. And after that, we drove straight home. We were like, we were so over this. No more staying in Las Vegas. And we drove home and we got home at like three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Best decision we ever made. Is Utah not hot right now? It's starting to cool down. It's like the perfect skating temperature, like 70s to 80s with like that slight breeze. Right on. Craig's Ranch. Is it a park or is it like somebody's home space or like what is it? Yeah. So it's this huge, huge like skate park in Las Vegas. I've never been. I had a friend that went. She's like, hey, you have to go to this. This is amazing. So we went to it. We saw, I'm going to butcher her name. It's Callie Wanda. Yes, yes, yes. Just flips all that crazy. And then there was Jade Skates. We even saw uh nick the medic at RollerCon, which is really cool super great but back to the ranch i'm a little scatterbanged um it was surreal to go to a skate park and have 30 plus skaters skating there it's weird for me like skating with that many people i got over i got so overwhelmed but it's like so many amazing skaters i told them i'm like i can't skate 
I got like publicly shamed like to myself. I'm like, I'm shameful. Don't look at me. Even though like everyone, there's everyone of all levels. I was like, no, I can't do it. (laughs) It's like if you're public speaking, you know, just can't do it. It takes a while to like in a new space. It always takes me like an hour to get used to like a new park. So I found that kind of difficult at Moxie Camp. I found that a little difficult, like just not having enough time in one space to initially and, you know, like kind of wanting to do everything. And it was a little overwhelming and I should have just like took it back a step and just like did a thing here, like figured out something I wanted to work on. But I mean, it's just your first time and you're really excited too. And I am like only now having like little more crew sessions of skaters. So being around that many people and then like so many like higher level skilled people too, you're just like in awe and like amazed. And then, yeah, (laughs) it's a whole thing. I have only like skated, I want to say up to like five skaters, like at the same time, like at the park. And I am horrible at comparing myself to people. And so when I see all these many skaters, I'm like, I will, I want to send it, but here you are like providing magic. It's a little hard. You're like, what am I even doing here? But I mean, I always have to like remind myself too, like those people have the opportunity probably to skate every day or some people are just have a little more natural ability or or haven't had any injuries so they still don't have that like don't do that in their in their brain it's it's a little more apparent when you've hurt yourself like considerably a few times you know that 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 is a little more apparent so yeah i mean there's so many factors but at the end of the day too it's the the like world of skating has just like boomed again and is like vast and there's so many different people doing it and um and and their skill sets just like come through but (laughs) I know what you mean I I've I've actually had to stop like looking on social media for a while because I'm like oh like they only been skating for like six months and they're already doing this and like why can't I do that and I don't do that and like what's wrong with me like why am I not learning fast enough right and yeah you you, you definitely can go can go through that but yeah I think it's always good to just you know humble yourself look at some videos from three months ago I'm sure you look better now in your videos than those three months ago <laughs> no 100 100% the, the video footage uh, progression is real. So and, you know, I, even though I'm doing similar tricks to what I kind of always do and like I haven't really been pushing myself like too far out of my comfort zone. I've been trying new things, but like even those old tricks that I've had are like uh, way more fluent now. And I can like, you know, I can see my line is like more fluent and faster and you can see like a more power behind it. So you progress in all those things too. I think you're touching on a great topic. Like I tell a lot of people that when they're first starting skiing, you know, I had a friend that started out and I was like, you know, these people might be really natural, like what they're doing, but when you hone down a trick and you can just like pop it out like that, I feel like that's more impressive than just like, personality tricks one thing i mean i don't know about you but one thing i do regret is i didn't track my progress maybe like the first two years i was skating i think i have one video maybe two of me like entering in this baby ramp i skate all the time now i have like knee-high socks with like thermometers on them like super like junior high that's one thing i wish that i could 
go back on. I don't know if you recorded your progress or not, but no, definitely not. And again, like when I started park skating, like it wasn't like a huge thing online. Like we had Lady Trample and there was Estrogen, but like there wasn't really anybody else park skating and posting park skating um so yeah like same thing i probably have like a couple pictures and like one or two videos from like the first or second time i went to the park and like went down ramps and stuff but not not a ton it even that was kind of like the extent of my skating for the first couple of years is just kind of rolling around the park, kind of figuring out how to get to the coping. I think I have my progress video from trying to get to the coping, but yeah. And I was in like my derby skates at first and then I made some van skates and I had those and then I got my jack boots and now I have my bond. So I could see my, I'm like, oh, that's an old video. It's <laughs> like based on what skates I have going through like the progress of roller skating you're making these roller skating camps or are they like full lessons or what are these groups that you're making because you're you're doing something really cool yeah uh currently the learn to skate program is just a way and i see some other people in like the derby world have like picked it up too i tried it once last year um and i was like i just need to like offer something accessible in an affordable manner and in a short period of time so it's not a huge commitment so it's what it what it is is it's a four-week program for one set price i've got all the equipment you need to put on and get rolling and because it's not full contact and it's not derby it's you don't have the same like red tape that you have to go through when you have derby practice and you have to have like derby specific insurance and you have to be proving that, you know, you're, you're following that insurance that everybody's wearing their gear. And of course you're doing full contact, but because this is just like learning to roller skate, it would be like kind of the same MO of like showing up to a roller rink and like just choosing your own adventure whether you're going full pads just a helmet uh, just knee guards like whatever so it keeps that a little bit more low-key um, and it's just learning all the basics so by the end of it I'm hoping skaters are comfortable doing crossovers and skating with a bit of speed um, transitioning skating backwards um, stuff like that so stopping properly falling properly um but yeah, nothing to do, nothing to do with all the rules that, you know, then come into play when you're trying to teach derby practice. Um, and just again, that initial like draw in for people to come and try skating and not be like, oh, my God, I'm going to get myself into this full contact sport. Like, what am I doing? Because a lot of like rookie roller, like a lot of rookie derby players, um, you know, even when we're recruiting for like the rookie programs and stuff, people are like, oh, no, I don't want to get hurt. Like, oh, no, I can't get hurt. And I'm like, yeah, but you go to the ski hill and you mountain bike and you do all these other things where you're assuming risk where you could potentially get hurt just because this is a full contact sport doesn't mean you join this week and next week I'm making you smash into people like you still have to go through progressive steps and be deemed safe 
to yourself and others um, with like control and stuff like that, falling properly, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I mean, then you go for it. But <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just doing that. And and so I did it last year. I ended up getting a recruit out of like three people that came to it, which was really awesome. I wasn't as organized. It was kind of just a like, I want to do this thing. And I think I actually was on my honeymoon for like two weeks of it. So I'm taught like two and then like my co-captains taught like two weeks. So I wasn't there the whole time, but this year I've got it going on. I'll be doing it twice a week, once in my town that I live in and then once in the town an hour away, a different night. Um, and just trying to expand and kind of get people back into like, Oh yeah, roller skating still a thing because where a lot of, veteran skaters that used to play derby have either aged out or they're just not into it anymore or they you know they stopped for whatever reason and they're just not coming back um there is like this other age group of people kind of up and coming and there's always people like aging into playing derby 18 plus kind of stuff um but maybe they just need a little bit of like to like test the waters first totally totally i I'm that friend and I'm sure that you can relate because you're doing the program, but I'm like, home skating with me and they're like, I don't have any equipment. So I thought that was one thing that was really cool about your program is that you're providing that. Yeah, I've just hoarded gear and <laughs> anybody who wants to give me their gear, uh, there was kind of a bit of a like stockpile of it that we've always had from Derby, but I've like been continuing to make it more of a point uh, to get stuff and even more recently, I, I went uh, on Roller Girl's clearance sale. So Roller Girl is one of our skate shops, local skate shops. It's like seven hours away. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and they have like a big clearance sale every year. So I was able to get um, a pair of Rio skates for 30 bucks without wheels. So, and they were like a size, like they're probably a size eight and a half, nine. So it works out great. And I have tons of wheels that I've hoarded. Um, I was able to get some men's boots that for 10 bucks, just the boot, but they're size 12. Uh, so now I just need to find some hardware to go on it and I can make those work too. So I'm always kind of scrapping things together and grabbing things when people want to get rid of them. And I'm willing to like invest a little bit at like $20, $30. Of course, donations are always more preferable if people are going to donate, but I love it so much. And I love skating so much and I love derby so much. And I'm just not like, it's, I just want to make it happen and keep it accessible. So I'll keep all the stuff and wheel the giant bag of skates that's heavy as around. <laughs> that's awesome that you're starting with the basics and then transferring that over to Derby. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And it's been a work in progress for sure. Like I've uh, the last few years, I've been like doing one on one lessons with people, um, whether it's park or whether it's just basics. I've kind of been putting myself out there and not like it's super lucrative or anything, but I get people like wanting to do it. So um kind of started doing that and just getting like comfortable with myself more teaching because I've never actually until the last couple of years, like been the teacher. Right. So also people are like, Oh, how do you do that? And I'm like, hang on. And I'm like, <laughs> I like do it thinking about it. Like, okay. This is how I do it. <laughs> and then trying to explain it. It's good for you too. Cause then you can like review it and it, break, it just breaks it all down. It's great. 
Yeah. And now I'm starting to like repeat things more and do things more. And I've said it before and I've taught it before. So now it just comes out more fluently as well. And I went to a boot camp. I don't even know when it was, but like a while ago for Derby with Falcon Punch from Montreal and um, sorry, Falcon Punch was there, but it was Miracle Whips uh, clinic that they put on. And again, a lot of I, I learned some really awesome stuff for Derby and there was like a handful of stuff that I really know how to do and I know how to do well, but like learning and listening to how they teach and then taking that back to my team and kind of using some tools from their teaching um, was super helpful too. I wish that there was a site where roller skaters could come together and offer all of their, you know, use gear for other people when they're getting started to just have that accessible at a discounted price because I feel like that's the one thing that like really deters people away. But I mean, you have snowboarding, you have skiing and all that equipment super expensive as well. So absolutely. It, it, it's always an investment for sure. But it does make getting getting some people coming out and trying or being able to host like a disco night or something really good. Um there is a team, the Pistarolas in Penticton, I believe, who I don't know if it's the team or if it's like team affiliated or whatever, but they have like a, a rentals truck. So they've actually have like a fleet of roller skates. And one of the um, community centers, like an hour away from me too, like bought a bunch of roller skates and they have them but I can't take them from the facility because, uh, you know, all the regular, um, regulations, all the uh, risk management stuff that's involved with it, because I've tried before. So yeah, it's just a, a matter of stockpiling. I've legit been like, how much can I put on my credit card and then just like sell skates out of the back of my car? <laughs> Secretly, I just need to start a skate shop in my town. That would be the move. Yeah, for real though. For real. <laughs> We went to our local skate shop that is in Salt Lake, which is also maybe a good 45 minutes up north. So I'm a little luckier than you are. And I'm sorry about that. They're called Beehive Skate Shop. And we went up there and we're going to be doing an interview with them soon. That's awesome. And you guys are going to like do like a, a skate shop tour with them or? We want to do a little bit more interviews. We found that while we were at RollerCon that a lot of people were focused on the Derby. And um, not a lot of people, I mean, this is just our opinion, mostly mine, but not a lot of people look into the sponsors or like the vendors. I feel like they get like kind of passed, even though they're providing a lot of the equipment. So hearing like their backstories was really interesting. I love that. So for example, was like the Zoni girls. I had no idea they existed. They do like pop-up roller rinks and like have parties, which I had no idea even was a thing. It's Little things like that, that I feel like is going to like make roller skating just grow like substantially. Those are the backbones of a lot of things. Like you said, like those are the people who are keeping their skate community alive where they are. They're bringing new hype to roller skating. You know, they're innovating what roller skating can be and can do and can, where it can exist. Right. And I wholeheartedly agree that those people um, deserve the attention and um yeah some interviews some personal details and just getting it more widespread because like you said you know you had there is a plethora of skates stuff out there so it, it is starting to get a little 
you can you can get lost in it really quickly. So um, we definitely want to help everybody out like that and help them stand out too. Oh, 100%. And speaking of new skate stuff, I just wanted to see your opinion on this. So uh, Moxie came out with Arizona Skates. Did you see those? And how do you feel about that? I saw Estro wearing them. And I see that it's like the color of the Arizona tea, right? The tea. That's what it is. The Arizona iced tea, which is delicious, by the way. I really do like that tea, but like, I would say they were interesting. I guess you can buy them again. I haven't really looked into it too much. I guess you can buy them. And that's interesting if you like the look and stuff, but I would put it on par with like Vans doing every, you know, they always have a collab going on with like the Simpsons or like Snoopy and like stuff like that. And I would kind of put it like on par with that. It keeps things exciting. Totally. And um, the other thing I want to mention is while we were at RollerCon, Moxie shared like this new secret, secret item that's going to be coming out. Looking at this box, I'm like, when are they going to like open up the box, right? There's a jackboot on it. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this a secret item? Like what's, what's different about this boot? Like I'm looking at this boot. I'm like, this is just a black jackboot. So I asked Moxie worker, I was like, hey, like what is the secret item? And she's like, oh, well, it's a low rise heel for the boot. Like half an inch, like cut off. I'm over here building like an idiot. I'm like, it's so cool. I was pretty excited to know that they were making a low heel boot because that's one thing that I don't love about my jack boots in the park is that it feels too high. I don't wear he high heels. Like I understand the mechanics of why it's there. Um, Bonts actually aren't that much shorter than Moxie's, but they are a little bit and it's internal. So you just don't see it aesthetically. But um, yeah, it was kind of, I do like how my jack boots fit a little more snug around my foot. Um, so I don't know. I was kind of like excited for it, but I could understand like, like the oversell of the hype. And it's like, and then they said, oh, for now, it's just going to be like a custom custom. I'm like, okay, cool. So like, do you guys, do you not like it that much yet? Like, why aren't we just like putting out a line of lollies in it or something like try and like just have it to the market right now like i'm sure people would buy it honestly it's a great idea i feel like the arizona skate should have been there but personal opinions personal opinions because i do like the i do like the heel but having a little rise heel i've skated on that I don't know how you do that. It feels very different. It feels very different. Yeah. It's because my derby skates have no heel in them. So my agility and my comfort and I'm like, can, I can jump on my derby skates and everything like that. And people like Bomba, like wear antics to the park. There's no heel in antics. It's wild. Yeah. And I skate antics for derby. Like they're a high ankle boot like on the ankle but there is no heel and you need that like flat foot for like more side to side agility and stuff um and gameplay so it's definitely that's why I was excited for it because it is a bit of a cross over in between my worlds and if as long as I skate enough at the park at, at the same time of skating derby then it doesn't feel different but like 
over the pandemic when we didn't have derby for two years and then going back to my flat skates like it felt so weird and the first time I got jack boots I went I was in Whistler and it's like a, you know big ski resort area but it was summer and I was like oh my god I'm gonna skate around Whistler Village and it's gonna be so sick and I bet you nobody ever skated around Whistler Village on roller skates before and like park style and like yeah just like hit it and like jump on everything and I literally felt like a noob like skating around because like even just like striding like your stride pushes backwards or com it felt completely foreign and I was like my couple of my derby mates were with me because we were there for Tough Mudder and um anyways they were like laughing and I'm like I can't believe I like I feel like I've never been on skates before in my life like I'm so embarrassed oh my god I'm excited for more boots to come out the other thing that I've noticed is all of the jack boots are discounted now. Oh. I don't know if that's gonna last. They went from like seven to eight hundred dollars to five hundred dollars. The ones or the twos or all of them? I believe it's just the ones, but I saw on Moxie and on Pigeon. I mean I was tempted because it was a Neo package. Yeah, well they're probably phasing them out. It'll probably just be the twos, right? Going forward. So and then they'll innovate it again or have the uh, mid heel or short heel or whatever they're going to call it come out. So, yeah, I have the ones. I like them. They're they're great. And I have flip flopped like back between them and in the park and stuff. But so far, I'm, I'm liking my bonds. So, yeah, keep to those for a while. All right. We are back. We had a little bit of technical difficulties there and uh, might be the next day, but we are here. We were back. So, um, yeah, I think when we kind of cut off there, you were we were going over your jack boots and stuff, but you got out skating this afternoon. I did. I did. Uh, next day. Um, <laughs> um, I did go back to skating. Um, I'm trying to like make a goal to get out at least like three times a week to go skating. Because I mean, I don't know about you, but I get into these modes where I'm like, I'm going to go skate every single day. And then I start skating and it's like two days later and I'm like, oh, I don't want to skate for like three weeks. So then I like get into these highs and these lows. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's, that's awesome. And I mean, yeah, it's pretty normal. Sometimes you go through like the dips, but it's good to like keep motivating yourself to like go, even if it's just for a little bit. So you don't like lose all your muscle memory and, uh, because it'll like start to come back up and you'll be like grateful that you took the time and we're there anyway. So that's awesome. What have you been up to today? Just kind of home. I did change my bearings in my wheels because I did get some new ones. So I was planning on doing that a little while ago and didn't get around to it. So I was like, oh, now's a good time. So we were talking about getting out there and getting skating, but I didn't actually mention something else that I'd been up to was I went skating in our pride parade um, here in town. That was super fun and we live in a pretty mountainous town. I mean, I live in British Columbia. There's lots of mountains. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's like some good hills that uh, it was actually the first time I had been on skates again since my knee. So I was like really, really nervous about it. Um, but I wanted to do the whole parade, which you have to start uphill and go downhill. I couldn't like shred down the hill like I normally would try a because there was like four blocks of people. So there's like lots of people and B because I was just like really weary of my knee still. So I had my knee stabilizer on and I was just like cruising on my toe stop backwards going down the hills. And uh, once you get down to the main road, then it's nice and flat and it was cool. And one of my other 
uh, roller skate friends met up with me down on the flat part there. And we had a little dance party after at the end on our skates and People were all so stoked to be out and like see people roller skating. Although I still like think more than 50% of people who see me on my roller skates are like, oh, cool, like nice roller blades or oh, you're rollerblading. And I'm like, they're roller skates. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I'm just out here to educate. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Spread the word. There's more than just rollerblading. There are roller skates. Yeah, I think like rollerblades are such a 90s thing, right? So unless they're like a f- like a little older, then then a lot of people be like they'll just naturally say roller skates. But I think anybody kind of on I don't know millennial scale, slightly older, right, are like thinking like oh they're rollerblades. I don't know. It's just what comes to their mind first because it was big in the 90s. <laughs> gonna ask you did you plan on like going with someone or did you plan meeting with that person day of or how was that um I had like originally because I run like a community skate page for our area just to try and keep it more like not just me posting myself um (laughs) so I run coots on quads and we live in the Kootenays so um I tried to like host it as a bit of an event and I'm always putting things out there that I want to do when I showed the the skate movies at the skate park like it was under coots on quads and I'll like host like meetups and try and get people together and do hangouts or do like Halloween skates or anything like that right any kind of get together used to be our sib community um but since sibs disbanded and changed I renamed it so yeah I kind of do it under that and again there's not a lot of people here period um there's just (laughs) there's uh not a lot of skaters who are like confident with their street skating ability it is very like intimidating I think right um and you just kind of have to like put yourself in the environment and like go and try it and do it to gain the confidence but um yeah so so they're not always like the down on the street ones aren't always as big rollouts as I would like them to be but we're getting there we're getting there more people have been on skates now for a little while or uh, they've been dance skating for a little while or doing whatever that they're like gaining confidence and starting to come out or want to come out and I keep encouraging people like if you ever just want to go like cruise like a road or like you know third street has really good pavement like if you ever just want to go cruise down there and like learn how to street skate because when you're going down like substantial hills and stuff where you're picking up speed on the roads there's definitely like skills you should know um like carving and you should know how to I think you should know how to transition quickly and use your toe stops to stop so you can like oh there's a stop sign coming up I better stop I can't just like blow through it and hope nobody's coming so (laughs) I would recommend that everyone learns how to do that and I think that's great that you have that whole community set up to where you can learn those basic skills and if anyone is going out then they can at least offer to have a buddy come along with them because skating by yourself is so lonely like at first you love it you're great it's my quiet place but then you're just like oh I need just somebody because then you can kind of like learn off each other which I think is really great yeah 100% and like I'm the kind of person to I mean I 
do a lot of things by myself or have in the past. And it's just by default. Like I'm passionate. I want to go do it. I'm going to go do it. I'm not really going to let like somebody being there or not being there stop me. Um, but it's always more fun with people. Absolutely. And yeah, it, it pushes you to push your limits, especially when you see like a like-minded person that you are like, Oh, like my brain, when I like watch people do tricks, no, not all tricks because some people are like here and you know, I'm here. And if, if the, like, the person I'm skating with is doing something like here, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, see brain human can do you do too. <laughs> And, and I get like that encouragement or like say in the street skating aspect, you're like, oh, this person's kind of going fast. Like maybe I'll push myself to try and go a little bit faster and see if I can keep up or something like that. So it, it helps motivate you as well when you skate with other people. Okay, we talked about a lot of stuff and yeah, I really just wanted to like come on and kind of wrap up our whole shindig of the first audio visual episode of Obsessions of a Roller Skater and I thought this was really awesome and I'm looking forward to keep doing it and keep seeing uh, what we can make of it and hopefully everybody watching is enjoying and is going to leave us some comments and let us know what they think of the video aspect of it. Um, did it make it more enjoyable? Are you listening to the podcast for the first time because you saw the video? Uh, let us know and follow along on Obsessions of a Roller Skater over on Instagram you can follow my handle here too, 16 bearings. Go check Adeline Skates out. They're awesome. They have a lot of amazing content, like Roller Clips Weekly. <laughs> and um, yeah, you guys keep growing that channel and you're doing some pretty awesome stuff over there too. So it's fun to like hang out and follow along the journey and see what's going on and watch your beautiful painting work that you got with that funky colored room going on back there with the lights. Can't wait to see what else you're doing with that space you know there's some surprises coming soon which i'm excited about so hopefully and i'm so excited for next time's episode there's so much to talk about and you know explore we're all just getting and i think this is going to be awesome and we've got some like guests lined up here for the future we're going to do some interviews and talk to some other people and i think uh this is just going to be a really great element with the video for that as well Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Again, make sure you tune in to all of our channels and see what's going on. Follow along and let us know what you thought of this episode. <laughs>